Today is the fourth day of the meditation retreat at Wat Mapjan. All of you have listened to Dhamma talks given by many Krubhajan since the first day. Uh, start with Nongpao Sumshai. The second day is Ajahn Katanyu. And the third day is Ajahn Kong. And today is the fourth day. Uh, I myself will be giving the Dhamma. So I see many familiar faces uh, on the screen. Many of you have joined previous retreat already, also uh, on Fridays. And also those of you who are practicing uh, at Wat Mapjan. So just like in the introduction, uh, nowadays, I have the duty of starting uh, a new monastery in my hometown in the province of Jantaburi. So I think that this is a very good chance because I had listened to a Tara, a Krubhajan in Jantaburi. He said that wherever you are, if you can create uh, a prosper, prosperous condition in that place, that's good. And wherever you are born, if you can make that place prosperous, that's also very good. So this gives me courage to start a new monastery in my hometown so that the lay people, the monastics can have a place to meditate and develop themselves. So by starting a new monastery is a time for change. Before, when I was in uh, my old monastery, everybody, uh, everything was already perfect. There's no uh, construction. All the buildings are there already. So I have less worries. And with this, it is a good thing for practicing meditation, practicing kambatana. But when the environment change, now is the time that I have to develop, I have to build uh, the, the buildings, the, the place to stay. This is a, a hindrance in my meditation. Uh, this is my experience. So environment is very important. For example, uh, in the previous retreats, I always set my heart to stay for the whole retreat. 
and I could do that. But this time, in the beginning, I also set my heart that I would stay here for the whole retreat from the 15th to the 23rd. But then when I actually came to Wat Mapjan, then on the first day I start to have worries. So as I start thinking, oh, should I go back? Should I spend a few days here and then go back and then come back again for the last days? And this view, this thinking, it may not be right. But then because I have faith in is a common practice that even though I am the head of a monastery, but when I come to Wat Mapchan, and if I want to leave before the retreat is finished, I have to ask permission from Nan. So this is a very good thing. So before I, just thinking about going to ask him, I have to think if me going back to, to see the progress of the work, is, is it beneficial or not to me and to others? Just thinking about going back, not going uh, physically, the jitta, the mind already, already went there. So the peacefulness disappear. So for the last few days, uh, I've been thinking whether I should ask permission from Lung Anand to go back or not. Until last night, I made the decision to stay for the whole retreat, stay until the 23rd. And when I make that decision, all the worries left me. I, my mind suddenly become more comfortable so that I feel like I can concentrate in my practice again. This is the same as a, a few days ago someone online the old child is that selfish so, so you see the environment is very important even though the mother have a lot of, has a lot of faith but then she also has to follow uh, the conditions, uh, even though she wants to see Lompoanan online every day, 
but she also has to take care of the child. And so that she cannot practice fully. But for someone who don't have those conditions, uh, they, they can leave work for a week and then they can fully participate in, in the retreat. And of course, the result will be better. But no matter what, whatever chance you have, if you really set your heart to it, whether you're a monk or a lay person, if you really set your heart to it, the result will be good. So when I listen to the Dhamma from Lung Pa Anand, this is my experience. I believe that the, I believe in the flow of the Dhamma, the power of the Dhamma even though it's in a different language and you don't really understand it, but you can sense it. I have one story which is uh, quite strange. At the new monastery that, that I am at, the land uh, was actually, uh, it belonged to my mother. Uh, she already passed away, but before she passed away, she offered the land to Longpa Anan. And my sister and brother-in-law ha have a house not far away, about 300 meters. And uh, they are the ones who mainly taking care of me. And they have uh, uh, an old dog. Uh, he's quite old, and usually uh, when my sister walk to to the monastery to to offer food, uh, this dog uh, would follow her. But later, uh, the dog uh, he became ill, and. On the last day before he passed away, he tried to follow my sister to the monastery, even though uh, he doesn't have the strength. Um, this is not his, uh, not, not his habits. When, when he became sick, he usually just stay in the house. Uh, so my sister told him that uh, you can, if you're tired, you can rest uh, wherever. You don't have to go all the way to the monastery. So my sister told me, and I went to visit him and gave him water, and I spread metta to him. So after the meal, I went into my room, and then uh, I start sitting meditation and uh, turn on the Dhamma uh, 
from Lung Pa Anand to listen. And my sister, going back to the house, she saw that this dog, uh, he started walking from, from a, a pile of sand that uh, he was staying at to stay in front of my room. And he just sat there quietly, uh, I think listening to Long Pa Nan's Dhamma. And after a few hours, uh, my brother-in-law came and he saw that uh, the dog already passed away. This reminds me of the story that uh, in the Tipitaka that the bats, uh, even though they don't understand Dharma, but they can sense the, the flow, the power of the Dharma. And by listening to the Dharma, it let go of, uh, they, they let go of their legs, uh, their feet, and then they fell down and died. But then they were reborn as a devas. So I believe that uh, my sister's dog probably uh, went on to, to uh, become a deva as well. Uh, as many of you uh, have experienced, uh, our pets, they can understand us. And they can probably feel the, the power of the Dharma too. And looking back to ourselves, uh, with the teaching of uh, our Krubhajan, how will we, uh, how will we prepare for our last moment? Uh, have we uh, prepared at all? If today is the last day uh, of your life, uh, how how will you prepare for it? If you, have a, if you haven't thought of this, then the mind will be quite chaotic. This teaching that uh, if you want to go uh, to a better place, then you have to let go of all worries. And if you still have worries, then you will not go into a better place. Uh, whether it's your work, your family, your children, grandchildren. I see many faces here, uh, both online and on site, that uh, many of you uh, have lived past half of your life already. And many of you probably 
have the experience of uh, this body uh, deteriorating. This is a warning to us so that we will be heedful. For me, uh, as a monk, uh, for, for monks, uh, it is very common for the laity to invite us to visit uh, sick people, uh, maybe the, their last days, to, to give encouragement, to give them Dhamma. But what, think, think of it, if, if it's yourself, if someone invite you, what would you say to those sick people? Maybe it's your family, your friends, what would you tell them? If you're a, a, a established a practitioner, if you're a Krubhajan, then you probably won't have that problem to, to give Dhamma, to give teaching. But for me or many of us, what would you say? What would we say? So you can think about it. Uh, I give you this uh, as your homework. So for me, just last week, I was invited to visit uh, a patient in hospital. Um, this is good to, to, to think about because if you have to go to the hospital to to visit the patients, then you ha you know what to say. You prepare what what to say to them, and also if you become sick, if this is your last moment that you have to leave this world, you will know uh, what to teach yourself. If is someone else. Maybe you'll understand, maybe you won't. But if you can teach yourself, if you have prepared, if you have taught yourself before, just imagine uh, your last moment, then you can remind yourself uh, these teachings. So, Last week, when I went to visit uh, this patient, um, I was thinking, what should I say to this person? So I was listening to uh, the Friday Dhamma talk uh, from Lumpur Anand, and there was one question that asked, uh, how can we, uh, how can we respect ourselves? And Nopanan 
gave a very clear answer that you have to develop the goodness in yourself so that you can even pay respect to yourself. If you can do that, then there's no need for others to, to respect us. They can do it because uh, they want something, they want money, or they want merits. But if you can really respect yourself to the point that you can, you can bow, you can pay respect to yourself, then that's from the goodness. And also, if someone uh, talk badly about you, then you don't have to worry because you know in your heart that you, are, you, you have the goodness in yourself. You can think of the good deeds that you have done in the past up until the present, whether your parents leading you in uh, giving alms or you help, uh, you helped out uh, in the monastery, you help uh, Krubhajans, you, you help the teachers in whichever way, and also the, the in, you help out in the society. Those are all the goodness that you have done. And when you think of those, then your heart became, become full. And it is true that when you recollect the goodness in your heart, then if you are sick, the suffering will lessen. But if you cannot think of any goodness that you have done, all you can think about is something bad, uh, something negative, then the, the Vedana, the, the suffering will be, become worse. So in your last moment, uh, the physically, physical suffering can be helped uh, with the help of medicine, but for your heart, for your mind, you have to train it beforehand. You have to be able to recollect the quality of uh, the Buddha, Dhamma Sangha, the goodness of uh, the Krubhajan. And that will help to lessen the Vedana, more or less. But if you practice until a certain point, you can actually separate the, the Vedana, the physical uh, suffering from your mind uh, totally. This is 
the benefit in this life. You don't have to talk about the benefit in the next life. So we have to be prepared. When we are still alive, we have to be heedful. And if we can do it, it is certain that we will go on to a good place. So this is what I told the patient that I went to visit last week uh, about having goodness in yourself, recollect the goodness in yourself to the point that you can, you can bow to yourself. And I asked her uh, if she understand and she she couldn't she couldn't talk but she uh, shake her head uh, saying saying yes and this is my experience uh, because I'm a monk and and this is something that uh, happened quite often. So it is important to listen to the Dhamma of Krubhajan because for myself, I feel it is already quite hard to teach someone who, who's not suffering, a, a normal person. But if you have to teach a, a sick person, then it's a lot harder. So we can use the Dhamma of our teachers to give them encouragement and we have to say it with metta. And when you listen to the Dhamma, then you have to bring those teaching and practice it. Maybe you don't really understand at first, but you remember what the teachers uh, teach us and then you practice and then you start to see those conditions that, that the, that the Krubhajan told you. And then we can solve those conditions, those problems accordingly. But if you don't, if you has, haven't listened or if you don't practice, then if problems occur, then you cannot recollect the teachings and then you cannot solve the problems. So once you practice and you follow the teaching of, of the Krubhajan, then the suffering will lessen. And you don't need others to tell you how, how great the teachers are. You will have faith in yourself because of your practice. 
So with this, we can really see the goodness of the Krubhajan of our parents, how they raised us. And because of the Krubhajan, uh, firstly, this is the cause that we have come together to attend this meditation retreat. Not just people in Thailand, but in many other countries. We are very lucky to have met Nompo Anan. If we practice according to his teaching, then we will develop the faith in the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, in the Krubhajan. And we don't have to seek any other teachings. We really believe that his teaching is right and we just follow it until our last moment in this life. And at that last moment, then we will be able to help ourselves. We will be able to teach ourselves. So in the end, I really hope that you all can have the result of this Dhamma practice accordingly, according to your mindfulness, your wisdom, your diligence, because it is hard to go against the flow of the world, but you have to do it in order to enter the flow of the Dhamma. So I think this is a good time to end.